Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug here talking all things Disney. And Doug, we are a couple days away from Halloween. One of my favorite times of the year, Doug. And figured we'd start this whole episode off asking, are you going trick-or-treating? What are you dressing up as? Or Are any of your kids going to go as a Disney character? Yeah, so I will be going with my kids trick-or-treating i don't get to trick-or-treat but they will you get a candy tax i you yeah we tax it when it comes home 40 percent off the top alden is gonna be baymax he has a white outfit that inflates with a little fan and he walks around in it and he can't move very fast and so he constantly is saying i am not fast just like baymax would and giving fist bumps um Samantha, who's kind of at that age where does she dress up, does she not dress up, saw Alden's outfit while he was looking on Amazon and decided she wanted to be Honey Lemon. So she got a Honey Lemon costume. And Claire has had her outfit for months already. She is Evie from Descendants and very excited about that. So I believe I'm going as Hero um, so that I can walk around with Baymax and keep him in check. The and the size different is going to throw everyone off. It's just a little backwards, yeah. And then I think Michelle has figured out an easy way to do go-go. So we have four big hero six. Um, and a and descendant. A descendant. Uh, you know, the evil queen's daughter, Evie. So there you go. That's what we're going to be. What about you guys? Well, one, I love that you guys are going all Disney for your costumes. We are not. My uh, son. Failure. I know. My son has been talking for a while that he wants to go as Ed Sheeran. And here he is, this little four-year-old uh, redhead who has been told his whole life how much he looks like Ed Sheeran, so much so that he has fallen in love with the music. And so he's got his little guitar and shirt and everything. It's been a cheap costume, which has been great. There you go. But uh, he's going as Ed Sheeran. I know um, Olivia will change her mind in the zero hour, but she uh, said... Ariel or Elsa for a third year in a row. And then she bought an Anna uh, costume last year. And so I could see her going as any one of the, She'll just pick the princess she feels like leading up to the event. That's a good way to go. What about you and Maddie? Um, well, we are uh, undecided. We know what we want to do. We just uh, haven't had time. Uh, some of our listeners probably don't know that my wife is expecting our third child. And so she really wants to go as the Death Star, which I think would be really cool if we can get around to uh, getting a Death Star shirt. And then I would go as uh, Luke Skywalker or a Jedi or Sith, someone maybe, and uh, blow up the Death Star. Death Star. There you go. Han. Say, that's no moon. Or, well, I like it. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, I don't know if she would, but 
There you go. So we got that's uh, it, we just realized, you know, here we are a few days away and we kind of got to get on those costumes if we're going to make it happen. Got to make it happen. Well, got All right. Well, we're going to transition into some Disney news now. It's, uh, and so before we do want to see your Halloween picture, especially if you're going as something Disney, definitely tweet and post at us. So we love uh, talking and commenting those. But let's transition to some news because it's gone, Doug. Stitch is done. We've been talking about it since the show started. It is the lowest rated attraction. It's what we have disliked. And it sounds like it is over. And Wreck-It Ralph will be coming to that area. Right now, it's just a meet and greet for Stitch. Because people still love meeting the character. But Mm -hmm. uh, the ride's gone. So no more aliens jumping on you uh, and weird sounds. and Chili dog burps. Yep. So I'm not really going to believe it's gone until I see... Some blogger with a picture of Stitch being carried out of there in multiple pieces. So we have yet to see any demolition disappear through the old back door of Tomorrowland or anything. So I'm I'm gonna say it's hopefully 99% confidence gone. But man, they could open it up over Christmas. Just watch. Yeah, we'll we'll it, have to I, see. It, it just keeps coming back to life. It's been seasonal and like was open a ton. So. Well, here's hoping that it's done and we can finally get a new attraction into that space. The other big news that was released was Toy Story uh, has got a lot of concept art coming out, including the restaurant. And, Doug, I know you had some fun texting me about that. What do you think about the new eatery in Toy Story Land? Yeah, so Woody's Lunchbox is the name of it. They finally named it. Yeah, and... It actually is built out of Woody's Lunchbox and Thermos. So it's just a snack window. You know, it is partnered with the mini Baby Bell Cheese people. So we're not really sure what all that will be, but uh, probably some Laughing Cow Cheese products. Hopefully it's more than just cheese and crackers. I would like some food of substance back in that corner of the park. But it's definitely, for those people that thought Pizza Planet was coming back, it's not. For multiple reasons, we knew it wasn't because in Toy Story Land, you are shrunk to the size of a toy. Pizza Planet, you're a human. So that wasn't going to work. So this is looks really cool in the artist rending. Outdoor seating, they got a lot of tables with umbrellas. I, I hope those umbrellas have air conditioning in them, Derek. Yeah, it's going to be hot. And I... I'm one of those people that don't like my food sitting out in the heat all day. I'm kind of, my first thought was, I thought it'd be hilarious if they just hand you uh, paper bag lunches, like old school paper bag lunches. You have no idea. It's like a mystery bag, but, yeah. or, you know, you just pick one, two, three, four. It's got cheese and apple, a sandwich. I think that would be you kind of yeah. like what you'd get as a kid. So that was kind of my original idea. Uh, I would love if Disney did that, but I could see them adding some more to it. Or kind of like, um, you see the buckets over at restaurant Asaurus, yep. they could have some little cheap lunch boxes i believe back to the mouse actually tweeted something like that would be a cool possibility today when uh we were talking about this on twitter so that would be pretty cool see a little lunch box that you get full of you know kind of like the kids power pack but with a hundred percent more baby bell cheese Well, it is definitely going to be something worthwhile to check out when it opens up. All the renderings look really cool. If you haven't checked them out, go online. Uh, Doug, let's make sure we uh, post some of that and tweet it and and, uh, get people looking at it because it definitely makes me want to go check it out here sometime this summer. It does. It's it's, uh, creating an itch for a trip. 
All right. Well, tonight's episode, I think that's all the news that we have, Doug. Was there anything else you want to talk about? No, that's all the news. I, I believe we've covered 100% of it now. 100%. Well, there's Just always Disney always news. Covered. There's probably something coming out as we speak. But anyway, yeah. for tonight's episode, we are going back to our monthly resort reviews. And tonight, we are looking at Disney's, Polyvi- Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Doug, you've stayed there. I've been to it. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. Opening day, Walt Disney World Resort. So... Let's dive right in. It's one that I'm I'm sure that Michelle gets a lot of questions about too. Yeah, it is. It's a very popular resort. Um, along with popularity comes expense, but it's a deluxe resort for a reason. Very nice, very lavish, very large rooms. Theming is ridiculous. Um, it's themed like a South Pacific paradise with, you know, waterfalls and everything like that. And it's right on the Seven Seas Lagoon. You look across, you see the Magic Kingdom. All that sort of stuff. You know, I've stayed in Hawaii a couple of times, and I got to tell you, when we were down at the Poly, I really felt like uh, I was immersed into kind of a Hawaiian villa area. You almost forget you're at uh, the Magic King or the Walt Disney World Resort anyway. It's, I think it, that theming is just perfect. Yes, it, it does a great job of transporting you out of the theme parks, out of Central Florida, and right into the South Pacific. All right. Well, let's talk about the layout a little bit because it is a unique one. That is for sure. So, Doug, let's jump into rooms. We have both DVC and regular rooms at the Poly. Yeah. So there's 847 rooms, not that we're counting. And so, yeah, there's DVC and there's regular rooms. With DVC, you got to remember you can get those, whether you're DVC or not, you can pay cash for those. Um, There's 11 different buildings, so it's kind of spread out, but it's really not that big. It doesn't have that big a footprint, but you do have to walk outside to get from your room to the main building. There are no rooms right in the main building. That main building is called the Great Ceremonial House, and uh, just lots of different buildings and rooms. And the DVC has both studios, which are kind of a, a lot like the regular room, and it has bungalows, which are built out over the water, so they're very unique. Now, those bungalows, if you haven't looked online, they are pretty amazing. Doug, do you know offhand how much those run? I have looked, and I have been told, but I have erased it from my memory. It's, isn't it about a grand it's, a night, roughly, uh, or something like that? I think on the cheapest days, yes. Yeah, so... Yeah, it, yeah. I, I try to block it out because there's no... Unless somebody wants to, like, invite me along, I don't... I don't see it happening in my future. They are beautiful. So even if you can't afford them, go online and check them out and you'll wish you could uh, somehow win the lottery and stay there for a few days. Yeah. So yeah, the, the rooms, so the DVC rooms, let's talk about those first. The Deluxe Studio Sleep 5, which is a little different than all the other studios because they have a queen bed, the queen sofa bed, but they also have a pull-down bunk. So it's like they're kind of taking a page out of the cruise line playbook which I think is awesome. Why not utilize the space? Then those bungalows, they sleep eight. So they have two different bedrooms, a master and a second bedroom. And then in the living area, also a pull-down pull down bunk. And then each little deck, which looks towards the Magic Kingdom, has a little tiny pool. So like you can wade in your pool and watch fireworks from across the lagoon. 
that's why they cost so much. That's why when we uh, were planning our rope drop radio trip, that was the first resort I sent to you. That was the first one you check. I mean, you always start there and then you kind of rein it back in in somewhere between Polynesian Bungalow and All-Stars Pool View, somewhere between those two levels. You got to fall. And that's why you need a great travel agent to help you find something in your price <laughs> in range. Between there. So let's jump back inside the lobby. It is the great ceremonial house. Very beautiful. Like I said earlier, it's a lot like Hawaii. And, and being in a couple resorts there, uh, I felt the same thing. Transported. It was uh, very friendly. I mean, people were getting lays put on them when they were walking in. Uh, it Just a lot of fun right away. What do you think staying there? Um, so they used to have a big, like, volcano-y fountain thing in the center, which was really cool. Took pictures in front of it whenever we went there and when we stayed there. But in a big refurb a couple years ago, they did get rid of that. And a lot of people, myself included, kind of was like, oh, well, how do you get rid of the fountain in the lobby that's been there since the dawn of time? Well, the nice thing about it now is a big open space. It's a lot brighter. There's a lot more light. Because that big kind of fountain in the center kind of – you had to go around it to get to things. So it was very nice and open. And check-ins always – it's a deluxe resort. So check-ins always there to take care of you. You have a full-service concierge. You can get lots of things taken care of at deluxe resorts that you can't do at moderates or values with the concierge, like with tickets and photo pass and that sort of stuff. And now with the minivans, you have to be at a deluxe resort right now to get those activated. So the lobby is great. Lots of things to do in there, which we will be getting to. All right. Well, let's jump outside real quick because I know this is a question uh, we get quite a few times uh, depending on where you stay. A lot of people, if you're going to spend the money, they want a nice pool and the poly is no exception on their lava pool. Yeah. Zero depth entry. You can lounge in the pool and look right at the Magic Kingdom. I mean, it is across the lagoon, but you can see fireworks while swimming. And I'm just going to say this. The water slides in a volcano. I mean, that's like a... Not a real volcano, yeah, for the record. Not real. No. But, yeah. Uh, how do you beat that? I mean, really. It's, it's an amazing pool, amazing space. And they also have a really nice splash area for the kids to play in. It's the Kiki Tiki's splash play area i think is how that's said um so yeah the pool is really nice in the remodel i think they added some deck space somehow they stole it from some grass probably they probably moved the fence back a little bit but really really lavish lots of tropical foliage around a very nice pool one we wouldn't mind spending our day at no that's definitely one where you do take an off the park day and just lounge in the pool, watching fireworks, nibbling on a Dole Whip. That's how you. That's, that's a, right. That's a life of luxury right there. So that would be. Uh, one question: When you stay at any one of the resorts, is transportation? I know we've talked a lot on this show, the good and the bad, especially staying at the deluxe resort. So let's talk about how to get to some of the different parks from the Poly. All right. Well, first off, since you can see it. The Magic Kingdom is kind of the first thing you think of, and there's probably three different ways you can get to the Magic Kingdom from the Polynesian. The first way is to take the boat from the dock right over 
to the Magic Kingdom. It shares with the Grand Floridian, so on the way back, you will stop at the Grand Floridian, then go to the Polynesian, then Magic Kingdom. It just does that loop. It's a smaller boat. Um, you have to step down into it, but it, it very nice ride, especially at the end of the night. It's just those resorts, so you don't have everybody and their brother trying to get on this little boat. The other way would be to take the monorail, which stops conveniently on the second floor of the Great Ceremonial House right there for you, and it heads over to the Grand Floridian stops, and then the next stop is the Magic Kingdom. On the way back, you stop at the Contemporary and then the TTC and then the Polynesian. So it does that loop all day long, and it runs nice and early to help get people to and from those breakfasts that they have booked. The third option would be to walk to the TTC and take the monorail or the ferry from the TTC to the Magic Kingdom. And you're thinking, why would I walk to the TTC if I have the monorail right there? Is depending on where your room is, you might be closer to the ferry at the TTC than you are to the monorail at the Polynesian. We did that walk, didn't we, Derek? We did, but we had some very bad bus karma that kicked in, yeah. and uh, we ended up We waiting. weren't going to the Magic Kingdom. No, were we, we weren't trying to get to epcot so but yeah it's a short little walk and you could be closer to the ttc so always think about that as kind of a extra transportation option yep and the ttc another great way to uh get to epcot as well through the monorail yeah and the other way to get to epcot while we're saying epcot is to take the monorail from the magic kingdom or from the polynesian all the way around to the tct then transfer to the monorail to the epcot and then you're on your way to Epcot. It's way faster to just walk to the TTC and take the monorail from to Epcot rather than the monorail to the TTC and then the monorail to Epcot. So remember that. That's a that's a big tip is just walk to the TTC no matter where your room is if you're going to Epcot. Now, to get everywhere else on property, it's just like every other hotel. You go to the bus stop, and the buses are unpredictable. But uh, they, they say 20 a, minutes. They say it. They say it. Someday they'll mean it. But uh, the bus stop, so you can take the bus to Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, the water parks, and Disney Springs from there. And, of course, Magical Express is right there, too, in front of the Great Ceremonial House. And, of course, airport check-in, which is great if you're flying home. Check your bags in the morning. Get your boarding pass. Once you get on Magical Express, you just walk right past all the frustration at the airport. Your bags are already on their way, and you go to, well, the biggest frustration, the security line. But uh, you don't have to t worry about checking any bags at the airport with the airport check-in. And that's right there, kind of out front of the great ceremonial house. All right, well, that is a lot of great information on transportation. Basically, you can get to any park multiple yeah. different ways. Uh, so definitely just uh, know how to navigate because, Doug, you're talking about the monorails there for a second. You even confused me. It's like, hey, go around here. Just, no, just no, here to here to here. here, here or here. you know how you can really do it? Say you're eating dinner. We're going to get to dinner. Say you're having a little snack at the Polynesian and you're not sure how you're going to get to your next destination. Just tweet us. We'll help you out. We are. And, we're, all, and we're always on. We're always on we'll Twitter, light up my phone, Facebook. Let you know. Yep. We'll talk you through I'll it. let you know. I'm, it might be in, like, Disney code, but it will help you out. All right. Well, you talked about dining, and that is the one thing most Disney fans know, that the Poly is one of the places to go for some unique, fun, tropical dining. And 
boy, do they impress. So let's dive in first. Uh, we'll finish high, Doug. Let, let's say yep. that. We'll finish high. So, all right, let's start with Captain Cook's. All right, Captain Cook's located on the first floor of the Great Ceremonial House. It is your typical counter-service eatery within a resort. It has Polynesian-themed food. So there's a little different offerings there, all very good. Excellent place to eat. It's actually, if you want to get away from the crowds and not eat lunch at the Magic Kingdom, take a little monorail ride or a little boat ride over to the Polynesian. It's a wonderful place to grab lunch. They also, for breakfast, they offer Tonga toast. That's the big signature breakfast item up at Kona Cafe. And the Tonga toast is like banana magical French toast. I think magic is in it. It's really good. So Captain Cook's is very good. They used to have Dole Whip in Captain Cook's that was self-serve, Derek. I made the largest cup of... That's dangerous. They're losing money on that. Oh. The, the It was like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It was so tall and yet starting to tip. It was like on the cruise line when one of my kids like, Dad, I bet you can't make that bigger. I'm like, oh. Challenge accepted. That. There we go. So 2,000 yes. calories of Dole Whip. Easily. One cone. Easily. Yeah. And they charged. They didn't go by like, it wasn't like the frozen yogurt places where you weigh it. they like, oh, yeah, there you go. One Dole Whip. And I'm like. You're juggling it all the way to the counter. so, But they got rid of the Dole Whip in there, but they opened another location right outside the door, the Pineapple Lene. Is that? I don't. My Polynesian speak is not very good. I think that's how that's pronounced, Derek. I would, I, that's what, that was my guess. Okay. I think so, most people just call it the Dole Whip stand. Dole Whip stand. That's where you go and you get your Dole Whip, your Dole Whip floats. They have it all now. So you can get more than just a self-serve Dole Whip. So it, that's a good thing. But the other bad thing is uh, Captain Cook's was 24-hour Dole Whip, and uh, the pineapple Lene has hours. So mm. you can't get Dole Whip at 3 a.m. Yep. That's a big a big knock on the refurb from three years ago, in my opinion. But I'm being pretty picky there. Also in the refurb, they added something that everybody loves. They got rid of the arcade, Derek, and they added Trader Sam's. First off, they made the right decision because we have a running gag where whenever we go to a resort, we take a picture of the empty arcade. Yeah. So hopefully they, hopefully they, everyone gets rid of those soon and, and, and come up with Trader Sam type things. We will say a couple episodes though ago, we learned the use of an arcade is Disney turns it on for free play during hurricanes. That's the one thing the arcade has going. But once you were supposed to be in your room, the arcade was not helping anybody. So Trader Sam's is a bar. It's themed to the Jungle Cruise. So a lot of great drinks there with hilarious names like Schweitzer Falls and that sort of stuff. Uh, it's, they have one out in California at uh, the Disneyland Resort. And that is, this one's modeled after that. It's hard to find a spot to sit. It has always been full whenever I've attempted to go. So I've never been to the new one in Florida. I've been to the original, the old one in California. A lot of creative drinks, a lot of fun. Let's move on to dinner shows, something that's really special at the Poly. And that's the Spirit of Aloha dinner show. Yes, Derek, they have a full-on luau that happens Almost every night, sometimes two times a night, weather permitting. 
they have any kind of an open-air amphitheater located to the far end of the Polynesian Resort. A lot of fun. Um, good food. Not probably the best food you'll have at this resort, but some people really love it. I've enjoyed it. You get uh, dinner, a show, great atmosphere. They twirl fire towards the end, so it's really hard to beat fire being twirled by people. Everyone loves fire. Kids love fire. It sounds like a sounds like a great show. I know I've always wanted to see it. Uh, I've seen some shows in Hawaii like that. Uh, it's on our bucket list. I do know, Doug, that uh, it takes a little bit more time, and they kind of let you. T- it's an over an hour show. Yeah, it's a fairly lengthy show, and it is two credits for your table service credits. So, but that does include alcohol. So if you, well, alcohol is included now, isn't it, as a drink? But here it's, you know, tips are included. There we go. That's the big advantage. So it's two table service credits, but um, alcohol is also included. The tips included. So a lot of fun. We've enjoyed it in the past. All right. Well, that is definitely one that is on my bucket list to check out. And I'm sure it'd be a lot of fun for kids of all ages. But let's move back into we're kind of we're keep going up the scale here. So uh, the Tambu Lounge. We've made it upstairs. Yep. So, the Tambu Lounge is adjacent to Ohana near Kona Cafe, and it's, it's a bar. It's, they uh, serve the pineapple drinks where you get an actual, actual pineapple, pineapple yep. to drink out of. A lot of pineapple. Is there any other way to drink around. a fruity drink? I don't think there's a fruitier way to drink a fruity drink there. Okay. I, it's quite tasty, very good, but... Uh, a lot of pineapples walking around the second floor of the old Polynesian Great Ceremonial House. A lot of people will get a drink waiting for their reservation at either Kona or Ohana. And they also have multiple TVs there. It is one of the better places to catch a game on property. And I have actually watched some football there. When we were staying at the Grand Floridian, I walked over and found a chair by myself and watched and I cheered, and I cried, and then I left. It wasn't a good football game, but I watched some of the football game. So there was some other fans there for the other team. I'll just leave it at that. And they, didn't buy, you, and they didn't buy you a pineapple drink for your loss? No, I'll just say they're from Iowa. So oh. any Iowa listeners we have, I'm maybe next time buy the other team a drink. But, uh, yeah. And the other great thing about that, um, bar is that they do serve the dessert from Ohana. That's one of Michelle's favorite things to do when she's there for work is to go to the Tambu Lounge, not to get a drink, but to get bread pudding. And we are going to dive into that here in a second. Little teaser, because we have one restaurant before we jump into Ohana, and that is the Kona Cafe. There we go. It's a- excellent monorail resort dining option. Uh, great steaks in the evening, wonderful breakfast. We've eaten breakfast there a couple times. I love the Tonga toast. Um, lots to choose from. Just It's a quality restaurant. You're not going to get a bad thing to eat there is kind of my take on it. It's not themed to where you're taking a whole bunch of pictures and like, oh, we'll never eat anywhere like this again, kids. It's just a real solid restaurant, very good, and haven't saw the flavors of Polynesia. Uh, we've enjoyed it. Um, it's a good place to eat if 
you can't get a reservation next door. Well, I definitely have a lot of friends who go to Kona Cafe every trip just for the breakfast. Uh, they either start their trip or end their trip there. So definitely one that, again, I need to get to. Yeah, it's a good brunch. That's We've never eaten an early breakfast there. It's always been brunch. So late breakfast after a morning in the Magic Kingdom, we'll head over there, have brunch, and then hop somewhere else. Uh, it's been a lot of fun for us when we've eaten there. Just good food. Um, I don't think we've ever taken the kids, though. It's been when we're on adult-only trips. And, you know, we got one big one left to talk about here next door to Kona Cafe. But I will say this list of dining is probably without being the fancy food. Grand Floridian has the market corner on the fancy food. But on, like, good food that I actually want to eat, go back and eat, Polynesian, I think, has the best slate of restaurants. I don't – I every one of those places is quality food and a good time. And we didn't even mention that they do have, like, a sushi bar um, and a coffee bar of Kona Coffee. So there's even things we didn't even mention that they don't even make it on the map of the Polynesian. So on to the last one, Derek. The last one is the big one because it is my favorite restaurant. Thanks to you for getting that reservation the last time we went. Ohana means family, and it is a doozy of a restaurant. Definitely a character breakfast you can do in the morning. Uh, great seating for large groups if you can get those reservations. But that dinner, wow, all uh. you can eat meat, steak, chicken, shrimp, and then top it all off with a bread pudding that is to die for and uh, may be the best dessert I've had, period. Yeah. It was phenomenal and definitely the best meal I've had on property. You know, the most amazing thing, you mentioned all the, the best parts, but the appetizers you get of the the chicken wings. Oh, yeah, I forgot the, about those. The pot stickers mm-hmm. and the pot stickers are great. I, I could have a whole meal of just the and wings coconut, and the pot stickers. The coconut bread. Yeah, and I would be th- be more than happy if I didn't know the rest of the meal existed. Like, if I went out to eat somewhere and, like, that's what I was served, I'd been more than content, happy to go back. But then they bring out all this meat and more meat, and then you get the meat sweats, and then you decide you need more meat. It's a wonderful thing. I'm salivating just thinking and then on top of that, they do fun things like the coconut races, and uh, they have another one that they do. Uh, they kind of teach the luau to the, kids. Yep. Yeah, so it depends on, like, you know, it takes about an hour or so to eat, so they do one thing each hour with the kids, and the kids go up and do it. I think the luau is a little more fun for the kids, and then they tend to drag an adult up, so have the camera ready when your significant other is dragged up there to learn the luau and not you. That's how I try to play it every time. But the kids love the restaurant. Also, if your kids aren't going to eat a whole bunch of steak, they do feed the kids chicken nuggets, mac and cheese, that sort of stuff. So there is kid-friendly fare as well. But Alden like was covered in just like barbecue sauce and other sauces and meat after the last time we ate there he was like in heaven it's when he finally discovered steak and uh so we're eating there this thanksgiving looking forward to seeing him eat more meat and then kind of waddle out well feel free feel free to send me a bread pudding somehow back um will a video of me eating bread pudding work 
I will enjoy about, it nonetheless. I'll, I'll live through you vicariously through. I'll the get video. a video of when Michelle drizzles the banana Foster's. Perfect. Sauce we'll on put top. that. We'll put that on social media for yeah, everyone. Yeah, it's like to pouring set. one out for our friends, but not really. We're gonna eat it. All right. Well, we have covered dining extensively, and that's the thing. These deluxe the resorts. Yeah. Well, the deluxe resorts have a large dining option for pretty much everyone if you look at any of the deluxe resorts they do a lot more than you're going to get at any of the value or even moderate resorts so when you even if you don't stay at a deluxe resort it is definitely worth going off property and trying one of these restaurants especially if you're spending all day at the magic kingdom take an hour and a half break take a take the monorail take a boat and try any one of them either the oh, contemporary yeah. the poly wilderness lodge Wilder, I mean, yeah i was trying to think it, we're going to 1900 there, in our next yeah, trip the grand yeah, at the grand yeah that's a great one too with characters and we should mention the breakfast at ohana has lilo stitch mickey and pluto that you meet and it's hawaiian mickey mm-hmm. so where else do you get to meet hawaiian mickey without actually going to hawaii so the the Lux restaurants have great, great food, usually better than what you find in a theme park, sometimes for a little bit less, not in Ohana's case, but in Kona cafes, the quality is way superior to what you get in the parks. So take some time, get out of the parks, eat at a restaurant, then go back into the parks. There, that's the public service. That's it. That that is a good one. So let's let's finish out our resort review. Hit up a couple topics real quick about the Poly. Of course, there is shopping, like there is at every Walt Disney World resort. You can buy plenty of souvenirs and some unique ones, uh, some chocolate macadamia nuts and stuff like that that you usually only get in Hawaii. You can get there, and you can find those Mickey with Hawaiian shirts on. So some Mm -hmm. unique gifts that you can get uh, that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah, they do have some unique items, definitely um, Polynesian Village items as well. Down on the main floor of the shop is called Botiki, and up on the second floor it's Moana Merchantile. So, very new name there on the store. They did not waste any time. And, of course, lots of Moana merchandise could be found within when we were walking around it. I'm sure there's going to be a Moana meet and greet there sooner rather than later. Uh, a few other things that you can do, of course, there is a marina, so you got a few things you can rent. Doug, have you done any of the marina activities? No, we we uh, my wife does not allow time for things that look fun, like driving a little boat around the Seven Sea Lagoon. We we've done some pi- a pirate adventure, but that was from the Contemporary. There's lots of the charter cruises, wishes cruises, or happily ever after cruises. Sorry, um, but no. My my wife is too... I don't know. She just doesn't like fun on the water. I'll leave it at that. Well, that's safe for fun. the cruises. Yeah. Oh, other than the cruises, then it's all on the water. Yes. Good point. So... All right. Yeah, I've never done anything in the marina either. It just comes down to time and, and money. I'd rather spend elsewhere. But it is really awesome they offer that. And, of course, they do have a million different cruises that you can take that are mm-hmm. really, really neat. Definitely, uh, we talked about last week, you know, great for big families and stuff like that, big groups. Uh, another thing that I th- the Poly offers that I love, I'm going to take advantage of sometime, is Lilo's Playhouse. Uh, just a child watch type center that you can go have a romantic dinner at Ohana or grab a few pineapple drinks or even go to the parks for a little bit by yourself. So I think that's really neat that Disney offers that. 
Yeah, and I believe a lot of people that use Lilo's Playhouse head over to the Grand Floridian to go to, like, Victoria and Albert's, Citrico's, or one of those more fine dining, like, Narcoosie's-type locations, too. So you don't have to stay at the Poly to use Lilo's Playhouse. You can be staying at any resort and drop your kids off there. It does cost money, though. It is not mm-hmm. like the cruise line, not included at all. And the kids usually don't want to leave when you go pick them up, but you're usually saying like something, no, unless you want to pay for the next hour. you know. So it does cost money. Just be aware of that, but totally worth it. Absolutely. And then finally, um, we've kind of covered everything, but you mentioned this earlier, and one thing I really like, it's, it's a straight-on shot across the Seven Seas Lagoon. You can see fireworks from the Magic Kingdom, and it is a, a nice place to actually sit back and relax and watch fireworks from. Yeah, you can go down on the beach and just look across the water, and there's lots of chairs, things to sit on on the beach, and you have a great view. Now, the bungalows did take up a lot of the best views because they built those out off the beach on on the water however still plenty of places to see them from you can actually see fireworks from some of the ohana windows i mean i don't think it's the best viewing ever but you can we've seen it before so it's definitely something to be aware of but fireworks viewing is pretty nice It's a nice way to, you know, get out of the park, kind of watch the fireworks from afar, and then, poof, you're right back in your room. With a fruity rum drink, pineapple drink. There you go. And a Dole Whip. Mixed together. You can't do one or... Ooh, now we're talking. If you still have the self-serve available, do you use the pineapple? Use the pineapple, yes, absolutely. That's That's what I saw in my mind. Yeah, that's where... Yes. Yes, that sounds wonderful there. We just gave the Imagineers a great idea. So hopefully they're listening to this or like, yeah, we'll have to figure yeah. something out like that. Hopefully we get our cut. Yep. Yeah. Even if I got one free Dole Whip, I'll take it. So that is everything from the Polynesian Resort. It is a phenomenal one. It's on my bucket list to stay. Doug, you've stayed there a handful of times, mm-hmm. uh, and you would probably highly recommend I recommend it. But if anything, I recommend it just for the dining alone. I was supposed to stay there earlier this month and that just, we had to change a day and it wasn't available. So uh, it's an amazing resort, wonderful to stay at, great staff, great facilities, beautiful rooms, large rooms, some of the biggest on property. So if you can, definitely do it. All right. Well, if you're thinking about maybe checking out what it would cost to stay at the Poly, we highly recommend emailing Michelle McKnight. She is the rope drop queen. And that is one thing that I love is it doesn't cost anything to get a quote. And if you're like, maybe we'll see how expensive it is. Maybe I can get that bungalow for under a thousand bucks. Maybe it's a a good week or a weekday. So uh, definitely give her an email, see what she can do for you. If anything, just take a magical vacation and stay in an all-stars if you can't afford the poly. But her email is in the show notes below. So definitely tell her you uh, listen to Rope Drop Radio and found her that way. And uh, Doug, I have an idea. I think for one of our next Rope Drop Radio trips, not only do we make Ohana a tradition, maybe we do stay at the Poly sometime. Maybe. We'll just, we're going to have to start getting our royalty checks for all our great ideas. We keep giving the Imagineers, but they haven't rolled in yet. 
No, I, they're, hopefully it's uh, it's building up, and they're just going to yeah. give us one big check. One instead, big. Instead of a lot like, of little ones. Here's a week at the bungalows, guys. Thank you. Thank you for all your yeah. listeners coming here. So, all right. Well, that is all the time that we have. Have a happy Halloween, guys. We want to see your pictures. Have fun dressing up. And if you've stayed at the Poly, please tweet at us and let us know. I know we'll be sharing some of our experiences there. And I know from everyone I've heard, they all love Ohana. So if you do have pictures of bread pudding stuff, send that to us our way. And we'll just have fun talking about them as well. But that is it. Uh, So go on to social media if you haven't already. Find Rope Drop Radio. Like and follow us. For Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.